It was a crisp autumn evening when Sarah left work. The sun was setting and the sky was a beautiful shade of pink and orange. As she walked to her car in the parking garage, she couldn't help but feel like someone was watching her. She looked around but she didn't see anyone out of the ordinary. She got into her car and locked the doors. As she started the engine, she saw a man standing near the exit of the garage staring at her. Sarah quickly pulled off the garage and drove home. She thought that she was just being paranoid but she couldn't shake the feeling that she was being followed. The next day as she walked to her car after work she saw the same man standing near the exit of the parking garage. He was wearing a black hoodie and sunglasses and he was staring directly at her. Sarah hurried to her car and drove home, her heart racing with fear. She couldn't explain but she was sure that the man was following her. Over the next few days, Sarah became increasingly paranoid. She would see the man in the black hoodie everywhere she went. He was always watching her, but he never approached her or spoke to her. Weird. Sarah tried to tell her friends and family about the man, but nobody believed her. They told her that she was just being paranoid and that she should relax. But Sarah couldn't relax. She was convinced that the man was following her. And she knew that. She needed to do something about it. One night, Sarah decided to confront the man. She drove to the parking garage and parked her car near the exit. She got out of the car and walked towards the man in the black hoodie. Who are you? She asked, her voice shaking with fear. The man didn't say anything, he just stood there, staring at her. Leave me alone, Sarah yelled, her fear turning to anger. Suddenly the man lunged at her, grabbing her by the arm. Sarah struggled, but she couldn't break free. The man pulled out a knife and held it to her throat. Shut up and come with me, he said in a cold, menacing voice. Sarah was terrified, she didn't know what to do, but she knew that she had to fight for her life. She kicked the man as hard as she could and he stumbled backwards, she took off running. Her heart parting in her chest, she didn't stop until she saw several blocks away. When Sarah finally got home, she collapsed on the couch. Exhausted and shaken, she didn't know who the man was or why he was following her, but she knew that she was lucky to be alive. The police were able to track down the man and arrest him. It turned out that he was a serial killer who had been following Sarah for weeks. He had a history of violence and had been responsible for several assaults in the past. Sarah was never the same after that experience. She was constantly looking over her shoulder, afraid that the man in the black hoodie would come back for her. She had nightmares and panic attacks, and it took years to feel safe again but in the end she survived and she was grateful for that it was a warm summer evening when the circus came to town the air was filled with scent of popcorn and cotton candy and the sound of children laughing and screaming filled the air among the performers was a clown named mr smiles he was tall and lanky with bright red hair and a wide toothy grin wore a bright yellow suit and oversized shoes, and he carried a red balloon wherever he went. 
At first, the children loved Mr. Smiles. He would make silly faces and do silly dances. And the children would laugh and clap. But as the days went on, something about Mr. Smiles began to change. He would stare at the children for just a little too long, and his smile began to look more and more sinister. The joke started to take on a dark edge, and the children began to feel uneasy around him. One day, a little girl went missing from the circus. Her parents searched everywhere for her, but she was nowhere to be found. It wasn't until later that day that they found her wandering alone in the woods near the circus. When they asked her what had happened, she told them that Mr. Smiles had taken her. He had lured her away from the circus with the promise of candy and games. Then he had taken her deep into the woods. The police were called, but when they went to the circus to arrest Mr. Smiles, he was nowhere to be found. The circus packed up and left town that night, leaving behind only memories of a creepy clown who had taken a little girl in the woods. For years after that, children in the town would tell stories about Mr. Smiles. They would say that they had seen him lurking in the shadows, watching them with his creepy grin. Some even claimed to have seen him in their dreams, beckoning them to come into the woods. The legend of Mr. Smiles grew over the years until he became a figure of pure terror. Parents warned their children to stay away from clowns, and some even refused to let their children attend the circus. But even though Mr. Small was gone, the memory of him lingered in the town. The sound of his laughter still echoed the woods at night, and the sight of his red balloon still filled children with dread. And to this day, nobody knows what happened to Mr. Smiles, or where he went, on the fateful day at the circus. But the legend of the creepy clown who lured children to the woods will never be forgotten. Years passed since the last time anyone saw Mr. Smiles, and the town had finally begun to move on from the horrors of the past. The circus had not returned, and parents felt more at ease letting the children play outside once again. However, that peace was shattered when a new circus arrived in town. It was smaller than the previous one, with only a handful of performers, but among them was the familiar face, Mr. Smiles. The town was thrown into a panic. How had he returned? Where had he been all that years? Parents kept their children locked up inside, too afraid to let them out of their sight. But then a disturbing discovery was made. Five children had gone missing from the town in just a matter of days. It was as if Mr. Smiles had returned with a revenge, and the town was once again gripped by fear. The police launched a massive search, securing the woods and the surrounding areas. For any signs of the missing children, it wasn't until several days later that they found them, locked up in a makeshift cage deep in the woods. The children were alive, but they had clearly been through a traumatic experience. They were malnourished, they were terrified, and when they were asked what had happened, they told a horrifying tale. Mr. Smiles had indeed turned. Mr. Smart had indeed returned, and this time he was not alone. He had a partner, a girl, who went by the name of Kit. Together they had lured the children away from the town with promises of candy and games, and then they had taken them deep into the woods. 
The two told of being locked up in a small cramped cage with barely enough room to move. They had been fed only scraps of food and they had been forced to watch as Kid and Mr. Smart performed their twisted circus acts for them. But the ordeal had come to an end when a young boy managed to escape from the cage and ran back to the town, leading the police to their location. The police launched a massive manhunt for Kid and Mr. Smiles, and after several tense days, they were finally caught trying to flee the state. They were brought to trial and found guilty for their outrageous crimes, and they were sentenced to life in prison. The town slowly began to heal from the horrors of the past, with the memory of Mr. Smiles and Kid would never be forgotten. The legend of the creepy clown and his twisted partner would continue to haunt this town forever and for years, serving as a warning to all those who would dare to trust a stranger with a red smile. There was once a family who lived in a large old house on the edge of town. The family was composed of a mother, a father and the two children, a boy and a girl. The family had always been close. But there was one family member who always seemed a little bit different, a little bit off, like something, wasn't it? The family member in question was the father's brother, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe was a strange man, with a wild look in his eyes, and a habit of speaking in hushed tones about things that nobody else could understand. The family never spoke of it. But everyone knew that Uncle Joe had spent time in a mental institution when he was younger. One night, when the family was gathered in the living room watching television, Uncle Joe suddenly burst into the room. His eyes were wide, his breathing was raged. He was holding something large. It was a blood-stained knife. The family was terrified. He had an evil grin and bloodshot eyes. They didn't know what to do. Uncle Joe was their flesh and blood, but he looked like a madman. The father tripped to reason with Uncle Joe, but he only responded with gibberish. Suddenly, Uncle Joe launched at the father with a knife. The father managed to dodge the attack and tried to wrestle the knife away from Uncle Joe. But Uncle Joe was stronger than he looked, and never followed the father. The mother and children screamed in terrors as Uncle Joe stood over the father with a knife in his hand. Suddenly, Uncle Joe turned and ran out of the house, disappearing into the night. The family was shaken to the core. They couldn't believe what had just happened. They all knew that Uncle Joe was a troubled man, but they never thought he could be capable of such violence, even murder. From the night on, the family never spoke of Uncle Joe again. They tried to forget what happened that night, but they could never quite shake the feeling that he was still out there, somewhere, waiting to strike again.